Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. Okie dokie, here we are, Cosmic Reality. It is March 14th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins, with me is Dolly Howard and Walt Silva. And I'll give you a heads up, the guy that's fixing or building my porch thing is here, and so I'm going to have to be muting when he's using a tool, because I don't want to let him go. If he goes, I might not get him back. It takes him forever to get here. So, um... Anyway, you want to say hello there, Walter? Hello there, everyone. Welcome to this uh, fantastic Tuesday. Yes, much to talk about. <laughs> Dolly. Howdy, y'all. We're going to have an exciting show. Yep. And we're going to start with uh, Walter telling us what he told us that made us so excited about the show. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, is that... Uh, I found out about it uh, after the, after uh, the Shanghai show, which it's uh, 11 o'clock my time, 11 to 1 Central Standard Time. Uh, my mom had an, an experience where she, well, this, it, it used to be back in Argentina uh, in, in her uh, younger years, which she, before she got married, she used to do mediumship. She used to do medium for this, spiritualist group so she does have that skill it is that she's not uh used to controlling it so uh earlier while i I was in this show in the show she was getting ready to go to the the she was in a rush to get to the bathroom and she was doing other things so but all of a sudden she stopped and she started talking out loud and she kept saying how these people have never known uh love they have uh rejected love at every turn now they're going to be faced to it whether they like it or not and she would say things along those lines and she would say the 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 tsunami that's coming is beyond dimensions it's it it is the biggest thing anywhere and she kept saying that so then uh after the show when I made something for us to eat, we looked at the uh, the Janine show that she does on Tuesdays, where she draws the cards and she asks a couple of questions. But today, it was a, a different show because uh, uh, John Claude joined her, and he asked a question about what ha- what's happening now because he says there is a, such a state of uh, kind of crisis because like uh, these super mega banks have gone under uh, Silicon Valley, uh, the, the bank in Silicon Valley, it's closed. There's no bank anywhere over there. So she drew cards asking about the situation, what's going on. And what she said was very significant. According to her interpretation of the cards, she says, uh, 
We were in the movie. And if you listen to our show, Dolly says that uh, very often that many of the things that are that we see on television or something is not real. It's just a movie that's playing out. So when she was interpreting the cards, she goes, well, the movie is over. We are in an in in uncharted territory right now. We are in an unknown, lands unknown. Whatever happens now happens because of us. We are the ones who are begin, are going to be designing and tailoring what happens now. Life is going to be as we are wanting it, not as the way somebody else is wanting it. So uh, this this whole everything kind of jive together, you know, two different people in two different parts of the world are almost saying the same thing. I, I, I said to Nancy, you know, I bet Dolly has something to say about it too. <laughs> so that's why I said, okay, let's ask Dolly if she can. So, that, so that let, me, let me clarify with you about what Janine was saying. <clears throat> Janine was doing the cards, and the cards were telling her that uh, that the drama part of the movie is over, and now we are to a point where we will be dictating what will be happening. Is that what she said? Yeah, whatever, whatever, whichever direction reality goes into now, it's up to us. It's like she says. She was telling John Claude, uh, imagine that you're uh, on a road trip and your goal is to get to the, the, your destination, not to be paying attention to every, every, every hole in the ground or every stone. You, you focus on the, your destination. You don't get distracted by you know, this distraction or that distraction. No, you, you're focused on what you want. So this is the time to be focused on the destination. What? What life? What do you want life to be for you? You want a life of reward, of happiness, of satisfaction, or do you want a a life of constant drama and crisis and problems and lack? That's that's the thing. Is that now we get to the, for the first time ever in hundreds of years, we get to call the shots on on our lives, not somebody else's life, but our own life. Is she saying because the battle is over? No, no, she didn't say anything about battles being over. I, I would not use those words. That would be me putting, if I said that word, I would be putting words in, in Janine's mouth. No, mm. she never said that. She said it's this business that the movie is over. What that means, I don't know. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. Okay. So whatever this, was playing out as a movie, it's it's over. Because she started, for example, she started her segment before John Claude came on board. Her she began her segment by asking about the Oscars because the Oscars, she says, were weird. Like for example, there was no red carpet; there was a, a white carpet. She also she asked about that. So the, one of the one of the meanings of that white carpet is that these people are are not so critically important in our lives at all because they're just regular people doing a job. And number two, she asked more in depth, and unfortunately, 
you know what is is signified represented by the red in the red carpet the substance that they take from children is that's one of the meanings oh. of that red carpet and that's why they loved using it that's why it, it means importance you know how they say oh he was so impressed by so and so you know they roll out the red carpet for these people because they're so important and they're so whatever whatever you know they say this person is so important i'm gonna bring out the red carpet well the red carpet is because of that but this time it was a white carpet yeah she says that it was a white carpet hmm. interesting so they were sending a message by doing that i i don't have television service so i don't know what the Infinite uh, says like. a gray carpet. That makes better sense to me. Okay. Yeah, because uh, not all the black hats are gone out of the movie stars. No. Uh, so it would make it a white carpet combining the black with the white. So they were there together, and that makes sense. It would be a gray carpet. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah well, according, said, yeah. according to Bossy, the Australian guy, you have black hats, then you have the gray hats, and the gray hats just follow the black hats, but they can be bought and paid for. Whoever's got, whoever's in the winning seat can get their uh, their support. So you're right; it would probably be gray more more symbolic. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know why Bossy said, and uh, that's one of the, the, the recording that. Uh, John Claude did a, a replay of something that Bossy said. That uh, Bossy said that the thing with the COVID wasn't. Uh, they're not done that with it because she said he said people are going to find be fi- to be finding out that they have AIDS and their kids have AIDS. But so I, I don't know what he meant by saying that. Is is he saying that everybody's has it because everybody has been contaminated some way or another. I, I that part confused me, so I don't there's, know. There's there's been reports that they found the AIDS virus in the vaccines. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, they're really going after people, aren't they? Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's ask Dave what he's got. Dave's here, y'all. Let's see what hey, and and please um don't interrupt listeners and chatters if you have any comments about what we're talking about please be sure to put them in the chat room because I'm really interested in what you have to share too okay okay uh, don't Dear forget God. to remind that put your questions all in caps oh yeah questions in all caps yes okay dear God please bless this. To everyone's benefit, let me highest and best of all concern, please. Everybody takes it around. Okay, Dave. I did I did it. Um he says uh, he's trying to focus on Janine too. He says, Well, what she says is is interesting. He wants to put it in a different way. Um, hold on, I gotta get comfy. He says a lot of people, uh, like us, uh, we've been, 
working on this for years now, and we can accept what we are seeing. So, uh, with the bank that went down, that was a big door opener. And um, if people... That's, how do I say it? People who were on the verge of waking up should have, the door should have flown wide open. Um, people who don't really give a poop what's going on, that didn't even phase them. It didn't phase them. He says, we got to accept some people just aren't going to go. They're going to stay here and play in the mud and the dirt. Uh, and the fire. And um, those of us, like us, like you all who are listening now, we will be able to say to ourselves, oh, here we go. Here we go. Because that bank went down. We've been waiting for banks to go down for years now. And the, it is starting. It is we now can take control of our own lives. We don't have to accept the crap and crud that uh, Satan and the deep staters are trying to continue to keep us entrapped. We, I see chains around us that are dropping off. Oh, I got goosebumps. There goes my... My hairs are standing up. The The chains are falling off. If we can accept it, we can change our, we can change our daily beings, our, our daily activities, um, our daily feelings. We can open wide the doors. Well, first, thank God, and then we can throw our our personal doors wide open, and uh, we can make what we want come true. Um, we don't have to swallow any more crap and crud. Um, so he says that goes along with what Janine is saying, but it says it in a different way than what she said it. Um, so, Posse's coming in, Popcorn Group's coming in. Hi, guys. Hi, y'all. <laughs> popcorn people walking in, throwing their popcorns around at each other and in the air. They're all excited. Um, they're excited for us and, and they're saying please um, listen to what Dave said uh, it's, a, it's exciting days now it, we are we are moving toward what we've all been waiting for so uh, they're happy for us and Posse seems kind of sedated. What's the matter, Posse? Nah. 
what day? What are they saying? They're really, really, really happy. They are very exceedingly happy for us. Um, They are realizing the change already. Um, We aren't going to have the same relationship with the posse that we had previously. And uh, they're kind of torn. They're happy, but yet they're afraid we might leave them behind and we might just not want to hang out with them anymore. Well, I always want to hang out with you guys. I always want you around me. I can't do it without you around me. It's like the angels who who come and go here. I need y'all. I need your energies, your support, your love. Okay, they're feeling better. <laughs> well, I didn't think you would have so much human characteristic. Well, they do. Um, they have a long way to go yet. They're just, they're in a different place than we are, but they have a lot of learning to do yet. So um, they do get tied up in emotions, especially love. They want to share their love with everybody, especially now. Uh, and and now that we've, I've told them what I did, they can, they can, they can relax and and completely fill their beings with our happiness, and and then throw it back at us with a little bit more of peace and happiness and and excitement and. And strength, the popcorn group and the posse are giving, throwing to us strength. They're saying, just picture it like we throw the love blankets. They say, picture us throwing you blankets with all the happiness and and blessings and uh, strength. Throw, throw toward us strength because we're going to find places. Dave's saying this now. We're going to uh, run into situations or instances when all of a sudden we feel this overwhelming feeling take over us, take over our space. It's going to feel different than we have ever felt this feeling before. It's going to be good, but because it's so different, we have to adjust to it. Um, if anything, we need them more than before. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, oh, I'm just so full of love right now. I just want to cry. <laughs> Stop it, Dolly. <laughs> they, they're just so full of love and happiness. That maybe you can back off a little bit, y'all. Uh, thank you. Oh, it's a happy time. Like Janine said, it's a good time. It's a happy time. It's what we've been waiting for. So please, those of you who are on the fence, come over on the good side. Give up whatever it is you're holding on to in the the difficult side. 
you can go, you can look at yourself and say, oh, I graduated and come over on the, the happy side of the fence, the good side of the pasture. They're showing me a pasture and they're showing me bunches of people. It's like you have herds of sheep or cows or, or uh, horses or they're showing me the people like that. And the people are gathering in uh, groups, and then they're combining the groups, and they're splitting off into more uh, groups with the different peoples, and and um, they're sharing. We're all sharing with each other. They're sh- we're sharing everything. Um, the it looks like what's stuck. Difficult times we've had, and and good times we've had, and how we've made it through in in the struggles, and and we're realizing that they've the good ones, the angels, the good spirits, the good angels. They've always been with us. We just haven't stopped and realized it. We've been hard-headed, and some haven't accepted there's these spirit beings who are helping us, the guides and the healers and 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 the peace peacemakers, and they've always they've always been with us. We just haven't realized it, and now if. If you just stop and let yourselves feel it and even see it and hear, uh, oh, the veil has gotten even thinner, but it hasn't gone away completely because if they took it away completely, too many people would go into a state of shock. Even people like us um, would go into a state of shock over some of the things we feel and see and hear. So they're protecting us. They're still protecting us. But now they're more able to share uh, with us that we're, we're okay. We really are okay. It's been a tough way, and we're still going to have tough times uh, happening around us. But we don't have to accept the tough time bothering us. Those people who remain in the toughness, that's their choice. Um, Dave is saying we have done all we can do at this point in bringing people over. We still talk the way we talk, share what we learn, uh, try to be together on the different things. Um, and realize, yes, those things have to happen, uh, but we won't. We can tell ourselves, this is not going to affect me anymore. I've done my duty in this area. I have. I'm moving on to the next book. Not even chapter. That we have lived to the end of this chapter of this part, and we're moving on to the next book, which is still going to be like a drama in areas, but it's going to be more 
of a fantasy land that we dream about uh, and it'll be more real than we've been than in our dreams that we've been having this this fantasy land is going to be more real if we step into it and and accept it uh, so we're having the next episode of books what do you call that the next uh, tr- like a trilogy, we're going to another book, uh, and we're going to have to get through this one. Um, when we get through this book, we'll go to the end book. The end book. We're, it is a trilogy. We're going to go to the end book after we get through the middle book that we're we're starting now, that we're in now. Uh huh. Man, I just want to sit here and cry. I feel so happy. Um, they want you to know, please accept at this point. Because you know, you know in your heart of hearts and your souls that they love us with all their being. They completely love us. And, and they are with us. And all we have to do is accept. Um, and uh, I don't know how I say that in words. Uh, they're giving me feelings, but I don't know how to say it in words. I just feel, oh, thank you, God. But I still have to keep my strength up. We all have to keep our strength up. Um, but we can relax. It can be a a relaxed strength. I, I don't. The English language doesn't have the words. They put these visions in my in in my being, in my sight, in my surroundings, and some of them I cannot share because I don't have the words. It's just beautiful. It feels beautiful. It smells beautiful. Uh, uh, okay, Dave says that's enough. Quit struggling. If they don't get the picture by that, then then that's not your trouble. Okay, thank you, Dave. Uh, yes. Um, who's Whoever saw, oh, Walt, Walt saw Janine say that. He says he's glad you listened to that one because Dolly didn't get that one yet. Deanna provides me with Janine uh, videos and she's usually right on top. She could have sent it and I didn't see it. This has been an unusual day uh, for me. So Uh, thank you, Deanna. I truly, truly appreciate what you send to me please don't ever stop sending them to me i like them don't get in your head that maybe you're bugging us heavens no 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 i love it uh, deanna i love it okay uh all right i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little serious in the in the other where we 
just came out of. Um, that bank had to go down, but it's okay. He's saying, don't worry about your monies. You will get your monies that you have been owed since you were born. You will you will be okay financially. Don't worry financially. They're going to try to scare the bejeebers out of us with financial stuff. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll be okay. And uh, war. He says they are going to push war on us. Oh, it's going to be terrible, World War Three. People are going to be dying and, and tortured and that. He said, don't worry about that crap. It's just fear porn. Just relax. Don't worry about it. Um, it may look like it's real, but uh, trust trust your feeling. Trust it. It's not really going to happen like you're going to see it, like they're going to try to sell it to us. We're going to be okay. We are okay. Not going to be. We are okay. We are very loved. We are very protected. We, uh, I don't know how to say it. But uh, think of yourself having so many arms around you and then arms around the uh, arms that are around you and arms around those arms. And, and you're in the middle of all this love and hugging and, and uh, peace. Peace. Please think to yourself the peaceful sides of life now, because we're there. And uh, Babe says, do you have any questions? And he's chuckling like he used to always chuckle. The ones I can answer. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead, Joe. You got questions? I guess I don't, Dave. Well, I don't because I couldn't talk, but no, I don't. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I, I thank you. I've got things to say because it there is it, there is messaging happening all over the place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, you got questions? Uh, no, I don't have any questions. Okay. Okay, Dave. Oh, he's rather liking that. <laughs> he's going to hang around for the whole thing. He's anxious to hear what we all have to share. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Posse. Thank you, Popcorn Group. Thank you, God. Okay, while he's not making any noise, I want to get a couple things in here. Tomorrow, we're going to play on uh, Radio 5G. This character, and I don't, it's FCB or something that he's, a, you don't know, I don't know his name. But he's really interesting in that he looks at current events. I talked about this on the Shanghai show. But he looks at current events and then goes back into the Q, uh, Q posts at, for the same date. In other words, today is the 14th of March. So you go back to the 14th of March. Was there a message on those days? Because I think it was around late 2019, maybe it was 2020, that 
people started realizing that that weirdness about you know in the past they seemed to be able to tell details i mean details about future events nobody was seeing it because there wasn't enough data but then when they started looking at it oh my god yes that's exactly what was happening they would tell you something you know in 2017 and then you get here and all of a sudden it is something that makes sense so one of the things he was doing was looking at uh, Trump on the uh, question uh, CPAC, which is a big uh, conservative Republicans all get together and have speeches. And while he was doing it, uh, giving the presentation, there was a few things that happened. One, the video that introduced him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> see, we got a little noise here, and this is probably going to go on for a while. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it over to you guys, and when we get back, we'll finish this story, okay? Sorry. Go ahead, okay, guys. I want to read what Yasmin said in chat. Regarding war, Leo King mentioned on his last spiritual dance music prayer not to watch the King Charles anointing ceremony coming up in May. It's a christening of World War III, and those who watch it could get stuck in that paradigm. So don't watch that, y'all. Well, it's up to you, but she's advising. Don't watch it. You don't want to get stuck in a bad place. You guys but, think? Okay, let me, let me just jump in here because he stopped for a minute. But what happened was that when he went, when he, that video, it showed Air Force One landing. It showed him getting off of it. It was old tape of him being president of the United States, and he was announced as the president of the United States. And he comes up to the stage, and he st you know how he points to people and does that sort of thing? And it's been pointed out before, but this time, in, 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 in the concept of right-in-your-face type of stuff, <clears throat> no more holding back, he proceeded to do a whole bunch of weird things with his fingers, which were... Uh, the guy that was talking about it and myself, we didn't know what he was doing with the sign language. But then he ended with a Q. And it was right there in front of CPAC, a Q. And he proceeds, this guy, to go through and tell why World War III will not happen because it's already been talked about in Q, the Q post years and years ago. And it's absolutely not going to happen. So don't worry. Go ahead. Well, uh, see, I think Nancy muted herself because of the, uh, the contractor. Yeah, so go ahead. What have you got to say? Oh, so I'm, uh, I, I'm all out of material, unless you want to change the subject to something else. <laughs> well, yeah, say what you got on your mind. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what specific subject you want to talk about. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I'm at a loss. You huh? guys are lame. My God. Yeah, we yeah, lose our yeah. cap, then we lose everything. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, well, I got a list. Let me look at my you, All right. Go, go to your list. Go to your list. Okay. If my phone will come on. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, we were talking about Q. I'm... 
I just have comments here. I always thought the Q, whoever they are, I thought they were time travelers. And I heard somebody mention that. I I don't remember who it was. Saying that um, they were wondering if Q were time travelers because of the uh, the notes that they uh, have those Q notes that we used to always read what Q said. Well, for them to know, and and I've been listening to that FCB guy that Nancy was talking about. Um, for for the cues to know exactly what's happening now, and they can prove it because there it is in cue notes from the past. Um, I, I think they they had to be time travelers, and they came they came back and they wrote these things for us to witness when it does happen in their future, in that future when the when those events really happen. So I was wondering, do you all think maybe the Q people were um, our time travelers? But I have, but that, that brings it back to mind that question is that, okay, Dave can't even tell us his name for the risk of letting the, uh, the opposition know. So he can't even answer the simplest question. And how could these guys then... If their time travels and they're revealing all these things on these posts, how are they able to uh, reveal all of that? If, if none of that happened and was meant to happen, did they do it because they put the messages in, in such a deep convoluted code that nobody could decode it? Well, did they tell you their names? Yeah, but... Yeah, for example, we don't know the names of the, the posse, and still that they, they are not able to answer all our questions. So Right. <laughs> so what's your point? How? How did okay, this, the point the guys, point guys... they they didn't they didn't give certain things. They kept saying, you know, you have to be secret, you have to like and sometimes they would give them information to send the dark side off on a a, a no go place. That was part of the, the see the Q. We're only looking at at, at one aspect of it. It was very complicated. It was very in depth. And yes, did is it time travelers? I'm not sure, Deli. It is knowing the future, and that could be done by devices. Let's just call them devices. Okay, they've had them for decades to be able to look into the future and see what's happening. So I'm not sure they're time travelers per se. They could be just white hats who have gotten hold of like uh, looking glass, which is a technology to be able to look into the future. Things like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm muting again. Okay. Okay. But, it, but, but I but I I had heard I had that heard one of the, one uh, of the uh, weaknesses, weaknesses of the looking glass system, system. system. And my hear my, hear, my, my voice, voice. Yes, echo, yeah, echo, echo. echo. So, I'm echoing, uh, echoing too. <laughs> and Nancy's <laughs> muted. And I was muted. Oh, so wow, are you still wow. e- are you still echoing? I, 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 no, no. Yes. 
Yes. I wonder if it's those beings who cut in on us and they try. Oh, I'm not echoing anymore. Oh, good. And they try to mess with us. Um. You can't win over us. We are not going to stop because of that. You can take that to whichever bank. Is well, they're, they're, they're closed, so they don't take it to any bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> well, as regards in regards to the bank, one of the reasons I think that bank in the Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley Bank, was is so interesting is because it was run by a bunch of woke people. There wasn't even a banker on their staff, and they kept you know following the concept that you're going to have low interest rates and buying and selling and doing everything that was really risky. And the people watching them uh, were woke people. So you got a bunch of idiots that are in control <laughs> of a bank. And the bank was the number one place for Silicon Valley people to put their money. And in fact, they say that Harry and Meghan have their money in there. From, from its books and all this, that, that's where their bank is. That's their bank. So you got all these people that are, you know, powerful beings and, and that sort of thing that took that, that were in that bank. And that bank was technically solvent on Wednesday. And then by Friday, it was absolutely upended. And it was that fast. So you look at that and you go, ooh, that's kind of fast for just life, right? What I think happened was that this is an orchestrated takedown. You know, they're taking the money away from the people in Silicon Valley and the, you know, the Oscar people, all that, those, that group. And then there was another one that was a very similar kind of bank here over on the East Coast. I think New York, maybe. I don't remember the name of it. But think of, think of, think of what happened with the people who are like, I just don't want to pay any attention to this wokeness. It's stupid, and I'm not going to get involved. But now, all of a sudden, a bank has gone under, and that bank was being run by the woke. So the next time some woke idiot talks to you, you say, yeah, and now you got open borders, and you've got closed banks. I am not going to listen to another thing you, you people are talking about. So it probably is. That might be the wake-up we're talking about. You know, the people that were on the fence didn't know which way. Oh, the banks are coming down. And I'll tell you another one that happened. <laughs> uh, sometimes well, I, have well, to, I have to laugh because... Let me just finish this. Oh, because sorry. Oh, sorry. Charles, uh, Charles... Oh, good Lord, what's the name? It's Schwab. Charles Schwab, which is actually a uh, stock market broker... And I know this because all my stocks are in it. They had to stop uh, all activity because there was such a run on the on their stock market, their ability to deal with it. So it's not just the banks, you know. I mean, it's it's hitting also all it's all over the place. Yes, this was this was bigger than, you know, probably most of us thought at the time that it started happening, which is only a couple of days ago. Go ahead, Walt. Uh, uh, I I keep, I keep hearing, I keep my, hearing voice. my voice. Sorry, sorry. Very annoying. Very annoying. Well, you're gonna have to talk through it. We're not hearing the echo. 
Okay. So okay, try okay. to try to talk to it. Well, well, uh, for the longest for the longest time, time I had I, I was had, aware I was, that you, you whatever you do you can't bring down a credit card company. They're like bulletproof. And uh, number two is that they never they never want they never in in fact it's against the religion to accept full payment on on a debt on a credit card because they make their money on that little monthly payment that they extract from people so they hate it when people pay off the the, the total debt well uh, one of Janine's listeners wrote to her saying that they got a letter she they whoever the the person is a man or a woman uh, they got a letter from the credit card company that they have X amount of time to pay off the balance they're not they're not taking monthly payments anymore. They have to pay off the... So now the credit card companies are trying to grab the money and run. <laughs> it's complete reversal of the of their way because the way they make their money is with that monthly... Now, now they want all their money. I, have you ever heard of that? Credit companies uh, now demanding... Oh, no, money? and I hope I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in real trouble then. <laughs> Stock market's crashed, and I don't. I have a very big credit card. Not good. I keep waiting for the uh, jubilee where the credit card will be wasted. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that's scary. And you said you heard somebody had that had happened to. That, Janine, one of Janine's listeners wrote to her saying what had happened with her credit card company. That the credit card company wrote says, demanding they have X amount of time to pay off the balance. They want full payment in full. You know, I I knew that was the common operation. Like uh, I, when in the, my years living in New York, I knew that, for example, American Express is not a credit card. American Express is a charge card. If you charge a hundred dollars, you have to pay off a hundred dollars. If you charge five hundred dollars, you have to charge. You pay five hundred dollars. You know, you plus you know interest, whatever, because it's just a purchase card. It's not a credit card. I knew it functioned that way always, but credit cards, they made their money by stretching it as long as possible because that's, they, get, they make so much money on the interest, they don't want you to pay the debt because that's the, that's the bread and butter. But, well, it, now it turns out that they're, they're going under and they're just they're collecting on, the, on all these uh, credit cards. Because this woman says they got a letter, they, they have X amount of time to finish, uh, you know, to pay off the uh, the debt. So, you know, unheard of. A credit That's card. just a credit card. It's not mortgages. No, it's a credit card. Oh. Well, good luck to them. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible to get everybody to do that because there's just not enough money in the world to be able to pay off all the credit cards at once. Exactly. And what are they going to do to us? It's another scare tactic. Tactic. Yeah. If it can happen, we don't know. Maybe this woman was, you know, some kind of a shyster or something. I'm not saying she is, but maybe there was another idea behind why her. I haven't had it happen to me. I don't know anybody else. I'm hoping we never hear because it would just put so much angst into people. But maybe they need the angst in order to wake up and see that it does. <laughs> don't worry about it. You know, it's the beginning of the jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
just said something about don't worry about the money. You're going to get back everything that uh, you're owed. And what he's talking about is that it's this weird thing where people who, when they're born, they begin to make money as being the uh, their worth begins to increase. And there, I know this one guy, and I don't even know the details of it, but he actually. There is a process by which you can go to the American government and other governments and claim the money that you're worth. And he actually did that and got money. I mean, tens of thousands of dollars. So well, Isn't that how Bill Moore paid that, uh, that thing he did with Janet? Yeah. Well, not exactly, but I think it was, uh, yeah, I think he, he was one of the people that knew about that. I'm not sure if he did it, but yeah, I think he did. He told me he did. He told yeah. me that's how they paid off the the, the this this uh, whatever whatever the thing was that that he uh, hosted. He they paid off with that money. He told me about the whole convoluted process, and it's so so complicated in my ears that <laughs> I'm not a lawyer or an accountant, so. That's the way I reacted, you know, <laughs> too much information, <laughs> you know, no, that, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, we're all worth, you know, probably millions of dollars in the crazy ass economic way, because what happens is you, you get born, you become a, 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 you're owned by the state, the state uh, sends it to the feds, the feds go over to the bank, uh, the World Bank, and they say, Oh, these people have just been uh, born, so we want to take a loan out on their equity when they become mature. That's why your birth certificate looks like a, a stock document. It is. Uh, Yasmin is saying, uh, yeah, credit cards are unsecured debt. If you don't pay, the worst they can do is report it on your credit report. But they can't squeeze blood from a turnip. If you can't pay, they can't come after you. That's what I was thinking. Thanks, Yasmin. Don't they put negative things about you in Facebook and make you feel bad? <laughs> well, I don't even do it. <laughs> years ago, I was getting these these credit cards, you know, and I would I started doing the Peter and Paul thing. Where you take money from the one credit card and you pay off the other credit card and and then you you know back and forth and back and forth, and it got to be about thirty thousand dollars and I just had run out of my options, so I go to this uh, company that would be a negotiator with the credit card companies to make this thing go away. All right, but when they saw what I had done, um, they they were like. <clears throat> Uh, we think you better, uh, and she couldn't even say the word, go into bankruptcy because they were all trained not to say the word. But now, certain situations, they were saying the only way out is bankruptcy. Well, there was this lawyer that was really smart because he had his office for bankruptcy right next door to this one, this one I was in. So I just went from one door into the other door, and I'm talking to this lawyer, and he says to me, oh, yeah, yeah, he says, you know, he, he, it was funny because it was like he's all sympathetic to me, like I had gotten played and, oh, I'm so sorry you're in this problem. Nobody nobody wins with the bank, with the, with the credit card companies. And I'm sitting there thinking, I took $30,000 from him. What the hell are you talking about? 
right? So I go into bankruptcy, and what happened was that the judge made me pay, I think it was $180 a month for something like seven years, which gets nowhere near, you know, the 30000 And that money went to the lawyer. The credit card companies got something like, you know, for it was like five cents on a dollar or something. It was such a scam. The court systems, the credit card companies, everything. It was like, in Florida at least, uh, you can't do what I did now. They, they caught on to the fact it was all a scheme. And probably there was enough people like me that had played it and walked away winners. Yeah, I was in bankruptcy, but who cares, <laughs> you know? And I just was, I just said, well, this is, you people are stupid. Every time they send me a, well, we want to give you a new credit card, I think, well, you people are just stupid. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't have the money. There's no record that I have this money. You keep giving me these, these credit card things. And, all right, if you want to give them to me, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> Well, that's uh, because that's you because couldn't you file bankruptcy again for how many years? At one point, it was 11 years, and they dropped it to seven years. And that's why they send us all those credit cards, because they know we can't file bankruptcy again for that many years. No, they were doing it before I ever, I, I did the bankruptcy after oh. that. No, it was after that. Oh, gee. No, no, they just kept sending them. I said, all right, fine, we'll play the game. And I played it for years. I mean, it wasn't like I did that in a year. It was like, oh, I'll, I'll just put on a credit card. You know, he works up. I think it took about five years to get that high. But in the meantime, I was living beyond my means. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> so, do I feel bad about it? Not at all. <laughs> so stupid to, to do what they were doing to other people, thinking that other people would just, you know, play their stupid game and they got somebody that said you're playing a stupid game and you're very vulnerable and I'm going to take advantage of it that good job Nance <laughs> so that's my bankruptcy story I had to file bankruptcy because um, I had when we went through the divorce the bills got split up I paid all that I was assigned. My ex found out that I had paid everybody, and then he filed bankruptcy, and they came back on me, even though they weren't supposed to be allowed to do it. I had to pay his his uh, friggin' share of the bills. But, but didn't you have uh, legal documents Oh, yeah. They don't is... honor the legal document. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I was so pissed. And then he lived in the house we had bought rent-free, or I mean mortgage payment-free. I ended up having to pay that. That mother, uh, that not-so-nice person took me for more than I even had. Uh, it wasn't pleasant. But I figure he'll get his in the end. Well, if he hasn't already, because 
he's gone. <clears throat> they he knew how to play the game. And I paid my lawyer too. My lawyer screwed me. Oh, I thought, oh, I must have been really bad to be having this much karma to pay off. <laughs> but I lived through it. I'm done. We are survivors, aren't we? Yes, we are. It <laughs> helped to make us tough. I think that's why. I think that's why, Walt, it helped to toughen us up for these days that we're living through now. So, we're almost, uh, well, we still got four minutes to the top of the hour. You got a list there, Dolly? Didn't you say you had a list? Yeah, I couldn't get my cursor. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, the White House. I'm I'm back on the White House. I have noticed all these years there's no guards on the roof of the White House. When Trump was there, there were guards there. They walked the roof. Uh, there were a lot of guards there. And he had a lot of protection overhead. And there were guards on the grounds. You couldn't look at the White House without seeing guards. There has not been any guards since the Biden mafia took over. He has never been in the White House. And then there's all these reporters who supposedly are standing by the White House. Oh, so-and-so is reporting from the White House. Well, they're standing in front of a green screen or in front of a picture. They, they aren't at the White House. Uh, it's crazy. You can tell the trees aren't even moving when it's a windy day. And, and it's, uh, this, uh, this part of the movie pissed me off how can people not see this how can they not see this and then the re even fox oh yeah our own our very own peter ducci reporting from in front of the white house oh shit you could tell oops i'm sorry i forgot it reminds me of, of uh remember that year, that hurricane season, where they kept faking these uh, news reports. Oh, the the wind is so strong, and uh, and they were just faking it. That they were it was just an uh, an uh, a show they were putting for the cameras, where somebody was spraying water and somebody was blowing a fan. Wind. <laughs> and then they had people just walking normal. <laughs> behind the reporter who's trying to fake that he has to lean forward into the wind. Oh, yeah, he's fighting <laughs> against the wind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When I saw that, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I thought I'd be too embarrassed to go back on TV. <laughs> They've been they, fooling the public for years. Oh, yeah. Season. Yeah. 
every once in a while they'll show that clip again. It makes me laugh all over. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a break here. Disturbance, sounds of silence, okay, Dolly? Oh, yeah, I love it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Show. It's March 14th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. So, did you guys think of anything to talk about during the break? Oh, yeah, I got, oh, yeah, another, I got one. another one I wrote okay. down. Um, I saw Maxine Waters on, on TV today. It's the new one. She, her skin is smooth and and she's not as ugly as she used to be, but she still is pretty ugly. <laughs> you mean <laughs> that was a clone? It. Yeah, it was. Yeah, either that or a double, or I. It, it wasn't her. It was somebody else. <laughs> I thought, oh, thank goodness. Don't have to look at all the ugliness from before. But I think part of the ugliness. Uh, from her from before was her soul, uh, if she even had one, was ugly. She was ugly inside and out. So I think that was part of her ugliness. She's a mean, mean being. Oh. And she was, looked like she and that, uh, that boy that stole all that money from the rich people. She'd always blow him kisses, and she looked like she was in love with that dude who screwed her royally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who, who's the dude? Um, I can't remember his name. He did like a Ponzi scheme on, on the rich people and the... The FTX guy. The, yeah. the Bitcoin thing that went under. Yeah. Freed or Fred, Freed something. Had weird name. He did. Well, I suppose he still does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did all that thievery and they, they let him go home and live in his parents' basement. And he was complaining. Oh, the poor baby. Jeez. <laughs> if that was you or me, we'd be in jail. In in solitary, getting beat up every day. Not people like him. The biggest bail bond ever given. Yeah. I thought, how could his parents even afford it? And then found out he didn't pay it. Or they didn't pay it. How how's come we always get the raw end of the deals? That I can't help you with. <laughs> Listen, I do have a question that I want Walt to, to discuss, which is the Schumann resonance. Because oh, I had a conversation with um, Derek. And my understanding of it from way back when, when I first encountered it, was that it was a uh, frequency that was being emanated from the planet. And so I kind of thought of this big rock emanating a you know, a frequency that we call the Schumann. But he said, no, the Schumann is actually an atmospheric phenomena. Correct. Can you explain to us what, what really is the Schumann resonance, please? Okay, first we have to go back and look at the, this thing we call the atmosphere of the planet. 
the atmosphere of the planet, uh, as you're aware, is made up of different layers. It's not one big lump of gas. No, it has different layers. And depending on what, what layer you are on, uh, it's the density, uh, it's how thick it is. Uh, and I, I studied meteorology in, in Argentina and we go into depth into the into studying of the uh, of the atmosphere so from this altitude to this altitude is, is so much like for example it's from this altitude to this is the atmosphere from here to here is the troposphere from here to here so, okay so you have all these layers the highest layer the one that's closest to where the the boundary line between what would be officially atmosphere and the vacuum of space it's the ionosphere, and that's it. And as the word says, they, it's primarily populated by ions, negative ions, positive ions. So what happens is the the planet, as uh, um, this gentleman Joseph Cater explains in his book, uh, it it is it constantly give out negative ions. And these negative ions, they go up to the to the ionosphere and they bounce because the ionosphere begins works almost like a like a radar dish. You know, a radar dish. The function of a radar dish is to bounce signals to the emitter, and it can, it goes both ways. So the ionosphere works like that, like the radar dish bouncing the signals. So what happens is it, it gives off the ne uh, negative ions. They bounce off the ionosphere, then it goes back and it bounces off of the Earth. So it is this back and forth, back and forth. It's so it's almost, if you were to compare it, it's almost like a heartbeat, because it's constantly the this this the discharge that is exited from the planet bounces off the ionosphere, goes back to the planet, and then it goes back out to the ionosphere. So back and forth all the time, but. What happens is that for for decades they used to rely on it like like a Swiss watch, like it was a steady frequency. But ever since you know the the big changes with the planet, uh, this thing that people refer to as ascension symptoms, that uh, you know, well, we know that the frequency has been going on for years, and they have no way of explaining it. There, there's no there's no need to do anything. To change it because it's it's natural to the planet. Nobody's doing it to the planet. The planet is doing it because the planet is is finally doing the shift that it wanted. It did. The planet has been trying to exit third density for the longest time. It's finally able to do it. One of the things, and and I learned this back. Um, I don't I don't remember when the law of one the raw material was written is if that was written in the 70s late 70s but even then when I, I read the material one of the things that Ra said is that what we are experiencing as third density on this earth it's not it's not the complete entire planet that's in third density it was like like a bubble of third density because there were people still stuck in third density. Remember the, the law of one material that Carla uh, Rucher, when she got that inf information, she was in a trance and she was allowing her body to be used by Ra. 
and this this material was relayed in the 70s, late 70s, and it said that third density was not the planet, uh, the planet was not entirely in third density. It was just like a bubble of third density because there were people's evolutionary, uh, in, in an evolutionary sense, was still stuck in third density. The planet was moving through fourth density on its way to fifth density. So now that it's it's becoming more and more evidence that, that that's the case, the planet, uh, that, that's why the, when you read the Matthew um, information, you you always hear him repeating how all these civilizations are beaming light to the earth because yeah that, that all that light that they keep beaming to the earth is what's helping the earth get out from under get out from that uh, low third density and get up into fourth density go through fourth density to make it to fifth density so the Schumann resonance has to change because the planet is, is changing. So it makes perfect well, and sense. Also, it also has to change because we're in a totally different part of the galaxy. Because, you know, it's, it's this age of Aquarius. It's the photon belt. It's like every time we're continually moving, everything has to change. Good Lord, yeah. if, everything, if everything stayed the same, we would probably self-disintegrate. So the cosmic rays that we're being bombarded by the new energies because we're in a new place um th that would affect i'm assuming the ionosphere that would then affect everything else would that be true yes because the planet is even but that that's another thing <laughs> we we deal with so much deceit on a daily basis it's, it's like it makes you wonder how are we even here Considering that we 90% of the information being given to us is like fabrications. Like one of the things they're refusing to tell the public in general, how even in 10 years, the, 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 the change has been noted. The planet is bigger. The planet is not the same size as it was 60, 70 years ago. It isn't. So if the planet changes, then the frequency has to change. Because the frequencies follows dimensions. For anybody who studies physics or electricity or anything, the, the size of things determine the frequency of things. Case in point, when I make it my coils, okay, all the coils, the size of the coil determines the frequency of the coil. So the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the Schumann, uh, is the, the Schumann resonance is no different. You have a different size to the planet? Well, guess what? They have a different resonance. <laughs> and then they keep saying, oh, no, no, this, the Schumann resonance hasn't changed. No. What? What are you talking about? What about these measurements that they're doing? That they're measuring 40 cycles? Are you, are you, is, that one, is that one being made up? <laughs> well, do you, remember, do you remember back in, I think it might have been 15 or 16, when we had a discussion about the Eskimos, the uh, Intuits, Intuits, is that what it is? Eskimos? No, you mean the Inuits. Yes. Those people were come. they went to a television broadcaster and they said, we, <clears throat> we don't know who to talk to except you. 
and they proceeded to say that in the Eskimos are dealing with a lot of snow and ice and there's not a lot of places that you can say okay from that mountain over there to that there's no guide stones in this environment so the only guide stones they have is the moon and the sun and they were saying that that they were getting lost because the moon and the sun are not where they're supposed to be and so this television person from Alaska put out this video um, concerning what they were saying. <clears throat> now, I, it, it didn't get any traction because it was like, how could that possibly be? They must be crazy, right? No, they're very astute, natural working people who can see something like that. But at the same time, the sun was turning white. Now, the reason for the for, for all of this happening is because we are in what has been termed the proton belt. It's an area of intense energy. And the reason that this is my, you know, something the photon belt. What did I say? Proton? Proton belt. Yeah, yeah. Proton. Um, that was a different shake. Different. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wish they wouldn't make them so similar. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> it from from. You know, my suppositions of research that I've done, you got a situation where because of where the Earth is in the galaxy and its rotation around the galaxy, it's positioned so that it's like looking down the barrel of the black hole in the center of the galaxy. Now, they tell you that the black hole sucks up all sorts of energy. Well, yeah, that's true, but there's also a discharge that happens. So... What we're getting is, you know, energy that takes many forms, but it's basically from the alignment with the black sun. And this happens every, <clears throat> what is it, 14, 15,000 years that we get into the same position. And so every time we do, there's a massive change in humanity. And they've known this. And, I mean, I've, I've read a lot about this particular phenomenon that we're, we are now encountering. So you got all this energy coming into you, into the planet. So we're going to be changing no matter what we try to do. There is changes all around us. And we just have to sort of like go with the flow. You know, let this thing happen. And be able to, see, you know, talk like we talk. Like Walt's telling you things about science that you might not have known. And... You might not even care that you do know it, or maybe you didn't listen. But the fact of the matter is, is the science is all wrong. And if you get with the science that's real, all of this makes sense. So um, I actually lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was going to go someplace else because I'm wondering what's happening outside. But um, we've got, we've got. Um, is the contractor still there at this hour? Yeah, well, yeah, because he's still here. He's actually, see, he's got to go over to Sandy's to pick up the door. And I'm not sure if he left or what, but I'll know when he leaves because he'll have to know he's going to go get his truck and drive over to Sandy's house to pick it up. But, um, yeah, he needs to be there about 730. So I, and the guy is always late. 
<laughs> I mean, like hours late. If he makes the, oh, I'll be there. Yeah, hours after he says. So I want to stay on top of it because I'm a nice person. Sandy's a nice person until she isn't, and yeah. then you want to get out of the way. <laughs> You can show up for time. I've never had a friend that I had to be absolutely punctual with. I mean, like, because I get so nervous that I might be a little late. <laughs> you know, you know when she's not happy with you. But um, when my friends were here over the weekend, we watched this movie. And I don't remember the name of it. But it had um, Brad Pitt in it and Tommy Lee Jones. And it was about this, Brad Pitt p played a guy who... Uh, whose father was John, Tommy Lee Jones. And the father was a very heroic and, and well-known astronaut, and he had actually been in the first the first mission to go to Saturn and Jupiter and out there with manned missions. And then it disappeared. And so it's Brad Pitt suddenly is being brought into the hierarchy of the space program to put a message out to his father because something that was involved with that expedition is now causing uh, electric charges or something on the earth. That's not important. But what had happened is, supposedly, is that the Tommy Lee Jones character had gotten away from the planet and they had gone too far away. And because they were too far away, they lost their connection to sanity. And he, the father there, killed everybody in the mission and then made a recording saying he had done it because, and he's explaining that this has happened to them, but he wasn't addressing the fact that, no, it happened to you too or to you alone, but you just killed off everybody else. But the concept of being away from Earth, I wonder, I wonder what that, I mean, I know there's supposedly a, a super space, secret space program out there. But there are limitations on where it can go, apparently. I mean, it, we can fly around the solar system, but you can't go outside. And there was supposedly some rule or regulation. Well, the Navy does it. They leave the solar system all the time. Oh, they do? Yeah. In fact, that, that's the one force that's uh, different from the, uh, what do you call it, the Air Force. The Air Force space program they they get around the solar system but the navy they go to other planets well it, the thing that you're telling me isn't that the, the schumann resonance thing that one day when the you, you told me that in real life the astronauts were getting sick they were getting crazy so they found that when they were able when they made like a synthetic res schumann resonance they went back to being sane Remember? Yeah, yes, I that? did. I did tell you that, and I'd forgotten about it. <clears throat> it may be that the army thinks that they can't leave because they don't have the technology the navy does. What we're saying, army navy, is supposedly the secret space program has some of it being operated by the navy, and there's another version that supposedly is being operated by the army, and the army didn't know about the navy's secret program and then when they did find out they were pretty pissed and that comes from Corey Good I think and David Wilcock that story but uh, no it, it, I don't yeah. know what uh, for example I don't know 
which armed force deals with Solar Warden? I uh, think that's I, a... Okay. Uh, because I, the, 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 the Air Force has one, and you have, uh, what do you call it, the uh, 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 corporate conglomerate is a, is a private... I don't know what their status is because since everything to do with the cabal is going under, I don't know if those guys are going to stay or they're they're going to leave the solar system. I don't know what their, their story is. All I know is that from uh, somebody interviewed uh, this. Um, what was the name of this fellow uh, this, um, that was interviewed recently by Michael Sala, uh, who worked for the United Nations for 20 years. Um, so they, uh, I don't know if, if what's the deal is with the corporates because they're not, you know, all the, anything that has to do with the cabal, that's, you know, that's, they're not being allowed to do whatever they want. Like even, for example, even something that happened against their will, they, uh, the Nazis had to come and, uh, present uh, present themselves because they were called on for a meeting because they uh, they actually killed uh, an, an alien people. He they killed three hundred thousand people because they wanted to. Their uh, they these people mined a specific kind of, of of quartz, and they wanted it, and these these uh, aliens wouldn't give it to them. So they decided to attack them. They they killed three hundred thousand people. So they came here to complain about it because, uh, according to you know, a galactic rule, is where where uh, an alien being commit a crime, the entire civilization is responsible, not just that alien being. So they came here to 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 lodge their complaints for uh, the 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 grievous crime that was committed against them. So this this fellow was was involved in that, and they actually killed him. They they killed him and they transferred his consciousness to another body so that he could continue his mission. But yeah, he, so the the whatever the the Nazis wherever they're they're parked, they're still troublemakers because they don't want to play nice with the, the rest of the people. Off with their heads. Yeah. Off with their heads. <clears throat> okay, can. Um, You'd think of something else to talk about. Uh, Is Doc okay? Because I, I can't hear him anymore. Oh, yeah. He's doing good because his daddy came home. Oh, oh he's in heaven. He, he always becomes uh, Russell's shadow when Russell gets home. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Then Russell can't move out. Oh, 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 oh. Aha. Yes, he can. With my blessings. <laughs> oh. Uh oh, that poor little boy. And He's Dalton going to be. Too. Oh, my house just got smaller. Russell's here. Dalton's here. Doc's here for a lot here. Oh. It just wears me out sometimes. 
And then Annette came sneaking up behind Dalton today. They were in the kitchen, and my bedroom's right by the kitchen. Dalton screamed, and he kicked the foot plate, and I, he thinks he broke his toe. And when Dalton screamed and Annette screamed, I screamed because he scared me. This house has always got something like that going on. So you don't get much rest. I should be glad. I should be very thankful that they're here with me. They're safe. They're okay. But it just sometimes... I wonder you love the posse so much. Why? Because they're a haven of sanity. Compared oh. to the people there. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> they certainly are. And night poor Dolly be without the bossy. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and Walt took him away from me that one time. Oh. Oh. I'll never forget that. All my spirits, everybody left me. Because I forgot what Walt was doing, but he made them all go away. And I was in a void, just completely alone in a blackness. Oh, boy. I, I like having my posse and all the, all the beings around me. I yeah. I, well, I wasn't kidding. They, we need them now more than ever because we don't know how to navigate this new reality. We just, right. It's just a ride. Right. We need, we need a guidebook. And, you know, I've been trying to encourage everybody, you can get in contact with your posse. You can do it. Work at it. Now, Dolly, do you, do you suppose that the posse is made up of, uh, let's say, the same kind of, they call them divas, the fairies, the gnomes in the garden, the spirits that most people can't see, although some people can. Is it that kind of a a being that's there, or is it an edu well, you know, an advanced sort of soul, like I don't know the not the angelic realm, but let's say ETs and people on other. I don't know. I don't because I don't. Know, that's what Let I'm asking. Let me answer. Okay. <laughs> Stop, stop trying to answer your own question. <laughs> um, my posse is like a, the higher beings, like you said. Your posses can be made up with whoever you want in them. If you want divas, ask for divas in your posse. If you want just angels... As for angels in your posse, my posse came to me because uh, I've been talking to God ever since I knew there was a God. And uh, so they, know, they all know what I desire, and mine are made up with higher beings, uh, higher-minded beings, plus silliness. The ones who like to be silly, they're smart, and they know things, but they like to be silly and play around. Mine has that kind. It has a variety. There's a couple who are very serious, and every once in a while I tell them, lighten up. 
but they have comebacks to me all the time too. Um, it's just camaraderie that God knows I like. Uh, I ended up with that kind. Um, so uh, just work on the uh, attracting what you would like to see come to you. Work on those kind of beings. I just thoroughly have fun. And the popcorn gang, they came in all on their own. Just one time I noticed when we were talking with the posse and Dave, I noticed there's this group of beings. And these are aliens from all over different planets. Uh, And they are... Uh, I see him pull up to the bar. <laughs> they're 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 a variety of alien type beings, and they have a lot of fun. It's like uh, like a scene in ah. Uh, you mean uh, the Star Wars Cantina? Yes, yes. It's like that. And it's just so much fun, yes. They have fun. They don't bring guns or weapons or anything. They just have fun. Yes, that's the kind that they are. That's the thing with the, the this uh, programmed Earth. Everything that the Cabal did, everything is so structured and everything is, is so, everything has to be the same. If it's school, if it's religion. You, we, we So we think that life beyond is the same way. We think that life beyond is the same way. Everything's nice and tidy and structured, and you have X 3.2 good number of guides, and they're so... No, there is no such structure. No. You, ha you have what you want to have. What You have what you need to have. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no rules about that. No, we just have fun. We enjoy each other. Every once in a while, though, we get in a serious discussion. The posse, the posse and I do. And the popcorn group doesn't come along then. Um, but I get I have these serious questions I, I want to ask. And they come and we sit and they try to teach me different things about my questions. So we have. We have learning times and we have fun times and we have just times of being together. Don't have to talk, don't have to think, just be together. Enjoy the togetherness. Uh, I, I don't know how I could live any different of a life than what I do. I am so very thankful for... Uh, my life. I know I went through a lot of very hard times. I One time was so bad, I really almost committed suicide. I had all the pills lined up. I had said my goodbyes to everybody. And I was sitting out on the lanai. Um, and I was crying and asking forgiveness for different things. I think I shouldn't have done or said to people and and all of a sudden I thoroughly intended to to go 
I, I couldn't take anymore. I seriously thought I could not take anymore. All of a sudden, there comes a being across the pond into the lanai, because I was at the end of the lanai. I mean, at end of the pond. And uh, it said, remember, God will never give you more than you can handle. And I said, you got to be kidding me. I certainly have more right now than I can handle. I re- I cannot handle another toothpick. I can't handle anything more. And the being sat there and talked with me and said, you can do it. You can do it. You need to do it. You will set yourself back way far if you don't do it. And so... I finally, I put the pills away. I put my drink away. Of course, it was iced tea. And uh, I went and took a shower. I washed off all the bad in my mind. I was washing off all the bad. And I was thanking God. I thanked the being that came to me. I thanked God for the being. I thanked God for my second chance. Because I didn't want to have to do anything over again that I'd already done. And uh, I I fell asleep and I don't know what kind of dream I had, but I woke up feeling different. Uh, I I had more strength. I, I had more, uh, I am a woman. I can do it. That's what I woke up with feeling. So... I am in a good place. I, I really, I think I have done what I contracted to do. Um, and ever since that day, I've been trying to do good things rather than be mean, because I could be a real bitch. If somebody crossed me, oh, man. In my mind, they were dead. I could be a real bitch. Were you always able to see the other side? Um, Yes, because when I was a child, I remember vividly, I must have been my sister. I must have been seven or eight. And I was laying in bed, and I felt like the walls were closing in on me. And they kept saying, uh, moving in and out, in and out, in and out. And they kept saying, we're coming to get you. We're coming to get you. And I was terrified. I was freaking terrified. My parents couldn't calm me down. They didn't understand what was wrong with me. Uh, It was just horrible. And... Finally, I fell asleep. I think it was from pure exhaustion. And when I woke up, I had beings around me um, and angels. And they said, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Your parents don't understand that you can hear and see things. And you were having a very bad experience last night. But we won't let that happen to you again. And it never did. 
It never did happen to me again. So I knew they were there. And I would say something to my parents or or my aunts and uncles or my cousins, my family. And they would say, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. That doesn't happen. That's not real. And so I shut down. I shut down for many, many years until I got a lot older. And uh, I don't know what happened, but I finally, I finally. It wasn't Dave your opening? um, Dave encouraged it very much. Yes, Dave encouraged it. But I woke up before then. Oh. Yeah, before then. Not woke up, but became aware that what I felt and heard and thought and smelled when I was a child is true. I was really feeling it. I was not crazy. And that they, they're they there. They love me. God's with me. Uh, I realized it. And so I opened up. And then I really, I was, uh, I really was part of where I was supposed to be at that point in time. And then when Dave crossed over, I kept thinking, I'm not hearing Dave. He crossed over. I know I know I hear spirits talk to me. I know the dead people talk to me. But seriously, I can hear Dave. And and I think it was Nancy who convinced me the most. Yes, what I was hearing from Dave I was hearing. And that's when I completely accepted, uh, yeah, I can hear. Uh, I can see. I can feel. They're with me. And, and I, can be, I can be surrounded by them and feel their love. And it just makes me feel whole. I, I couldn't live without them. I feel whole. <laughs> I don't know how I got on that. Well, I ask you if you if you could see since since early, you know, oh, in your life. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it was a complicated question and answer. <laughs> no, but it makes perfect sense, and I'm really sorry that you had to go the, through the thing that many people go through, shutting down, because yeah. it's the only way that they leave you alone and you can live some. A somewhat a semblance of a normal life, you have to hide. Yeah. You, like, for example, this is going to be quite a, an uphill curve for me. They're, they're saying, where they're talking about that you, you have to find your tribe and you have to find people and you have to social. I've never done any of that stuff because I my only focus in all my 64 years of life have been to survive. And you learn to survive by keeping quiet, keeping your distance. Talk, don't talk to anybody because you don't know if they're going to. So uh, I learned to survive. I don't know what it is to live like a normal person. I just know how to survive, how to shelter and survive and do the best. I you know Don't draw attention to yourself. Don't get into trouble. I don't know the, this business of socialize. Quit Are running you? away. And, you, uh, you were running away, Walt. Yeah, I, I know, but I, I don't know how, 
let's put it this way, all my efforts in the past to connect with people, everything blew up in my face. So I decided to, okay, I'm not going to try anymore. If, if people come, they come. If they don't come, they don't come, whatever. I'm not fighting it anymore. And now with this, <laughs> now you can see how easy it's, it's become with a, let's see, let's make a list here. You have the scandemic. <laughs> do I need to go? Do I need to continue listing the items on the list? You know, really, the, this this life, this present life as it is, is really not conducive to any kind of social social life unless you already know someone from before the death of society. <laughs> uh, so, and I, I now I worked nine years for the same place. I could not make any lasting friends. So I guess I, I don't have. I, I guess I don't have the the proper genetic makeup. Maybe my my genes are damaged in, in some way. Maybe I'm like a faulty unit. When yeah. they sent me to this planet, they give, didn't give me all the parts. So I'm kind of broken that way. <laughs> it's life is going to be different for everybody now. Well, you can relax. Um, you don't have to worry. Is somebody going to come in my life and hurt me? You don't have to worry about that anymore. You can rise above it. Mm. If somebody comes and hurts you, you rise above it. You say, bless you. Goodbye. Just walk away. Calmly, peacefully. And uh, thank God that you recognize it and you can move forward. It, they won't pull you back because there's going to be uh, objects that get in our way, but that helps to make us stronger and and realize I can overcome. I'm a good person. I have beings that love me, <clears throat> like the spirit beings, the angels, God, all that. And I can overcome the harshness that I think is in my life. Um, you can do it. Well, everybody's going to be able to. Things are going to be different. Dave says they're, they're going to be so different you won't recognize your life. But you'll love it. Um, we've been through a lot of bad. And now we're, we're in good places. So just, just relax, Walt. You're fine. Relax, everybody out there. Just relax. You're good. You're fine. Everything's good. So what's next? Well, I'm back. She's oh, back. Good. The, door don't hear, is, uh, the door is, the door is, is here. Oh, okay. I got the door here. This guy, I got to tell you, he's like Superman. He picks this door up. It's it's uh, the Norwegian shipbuilder that built Sandy's house. Back then, they built their own doors. And so this is like solid oak. And it has a, a, a laminating on it, you know, so you didn't know what the wood was underneath it. And it's been sitting out for, I don't know, maybe a month. And the laminating was just like, you're not going to save it. You know, whatever you have to do, you got to take that off. And underneath it is oak. And this oak is got to be, 
I would say maybe 70 years old. And the the screws that went into it, you know, for the hinges, it was like they had barely changed in all those years. I thought we had a even a harder wood than the than the oak because the holes were just perfect. So it's a hell of a door, but I really wanted when Sandy said, "Do you want the door?" I said, "Yeah, I really do because this Norwegian built it." You know, there's there's all sorts of magical energies just associated with somebody putting their time and energy into that wood. Uh, so anyway, he went and got it, and when he's taking it out of his truck, he put it on virtually on top of his head, and I'm like freaking out. I'm going like, oh, this is not good for a neck, <laughs> you know, but he's just, he's pretty amazing. Um, okay, so I hope you guys had a, a good conversation while it was gone. Yeah, Darla was telling me her history with her uh, sight, second sight, how she was sensitive as a child and then had to shut it down because people are so understanding, you know, normal humans, normies as uh, Janine calls them. <laughs> and then she later on, she did, she started opening up. Well, I don't think that as a child that I had weird things happening. I, I really don't remember anything that was specifically really weird. But I do have this continual remembrance of being young, you know, maybe early teens. Um, no, it would have had to have been, I probably was maybe 11, 10, 11, that time frame. But we had this area, we had a residential area of houses. And then there was this area that was a sand pit. And the sand pit had uh, on one side of it, a forested area mostly of pine and on the other side of that was the French River and it was like it's more like a stream but they call it the French River because in so, other sections it's fairly large so as kids we grew up and this was a, this was just an amazing place so, oh I mean you know, everything happened there but I started running and I was running and all of a sudden now this is a kid that's not I didn't know, I I thought everybody had previous lifetimes. If I had one thing that was, you know, different, it was that I thought everybody remembered their life, their previous lifetimes, because I did as a child. And so I just assumed that, you know, people did. But I remember running and realizing that in another lifetime, I had been a Native American running exactly where this, and it was, a, I think, it was, yeah, it was a guy, running in the same place that this guy was running. And that was it as a child, you know, that I had that kind of a, you know, remote, well, remembrance. And, um, but the weird thing was, is that when you, to me, this was a big place, a huge place. And then as an adult, my, uh, the guy I was dating at the time, rented a canoe or got a canoe somehow. And we went up the French River towards where this magical place was. And we get up there, and the beach area that seemed to be rather large was really so small, I wasn't sure that that was it. But I looked around, and I said, no, I really think this is it, but it seems so much smaller. Everything was so much smaller. 
You know, as a kid, you grow up and you think it's big and everything. And then you come back as an adult and everything is smaller. It was, uh, that was an awakening to me about the way that life works. <laughs> you know, it's like you see it as a child. You really are seeing things in a per- perception that's different. So it was pretty cool, though. Um, okay. Uh, one thing I did want to also kind of bring up here quickly. Walt, I don't. I know. I think we started it on the Shanghai show, and I'm not sure that we actually uh, talked about it on Cosmic Reality. But he was. We were talking about monatomic gold, and Walt has explained it, and Derek and it was Derek and he were having an exp, uh, discussion about it. And Walt said, "Well, I don't like to you. I don't like to do monatomic gold because of all the caustic chemicals you need to do it." And that basically is just changing gold at the molecular level. Instead of, uh, you know, two atoms, you've got one atom. And it supposedly does all this magical stuff. You can look it up on the internet, they'll sell you some. But in Walt's case, he's going to look at it as an energy thing. So he took vodka, regular old probably cheap vodka, and he put gold leaf in it. Then he took that and he, he put it in a what we call the life pyramid, which is like a tetrahedon, but it's it's taller, like the ones you see in Russia. And he he found the sweet spot in the pyramid, the way the energies were like, this is this is the spot you want to put this. And he had to leave it there for eighteen days. So one day I get a message, um, it's in the mail. <laughs> and I get this bottle, and the first thing I did, because if you, it can be, for some people, it can be a really, let's say, uh, too much energy too fast. So you have to be careful with it. So uh, I'm, I'm holding the bottle, and I'm s- smelling something really weird. So I said to him, my, we're messaging, we weren't even talking, we were messaging, and I said, I'm smelling something odd. Because, I mean, it's, it's supposedly vodka, and it's not any scent to vodka we used to be able to tell gin from vodka you know you just poured something which one's got the gin in it well you could smell the gin but vodka you wouldn't really smell it and um so he tells me well i'd use that for some turpentine because turpentine is good for you don't go crazy it's a good thing they just kept that from you so i said okay it's it's uh it's turpentine maybe i mean it was off but yeah it could have been turpentine but so then I took uh, just a drop of it and I put it uh, on my forehead. And as I'm doing this, I'm, I kind of look up and I'm looking at the television. And I, all of a sudden I realized that I was reading the small print at the bottom of it, which I didn't remember being able to read that size print on the television. And I'm kind of pondering it. And he messages me back because I had just said to him, can you tell me what kind of what am I supposed to be observing? Do you have anything to tell me what might be happening? And he said, well, the first thing might be your eyes. <laughs> and I said, oh, he was dead on there. And um, <clears throat> so I did I did just on my forehead one drop. And then the next day I did the, the drop on the forehead, but I added one to my left wrist. And because I'm trying to find out, well, how is this energy going to affect me? And, you know, really kind of analyze it. It was difficult to detect a major 
change at all. But one of the things that I noticed was that I, if I, if I'm doing something like this, I'll go down and do a remote view of what's happening inside my body at the molecular level, the DNA and everything else. But I didn't do that. It never occurred to me to do it. And I thought, once I realized I had not never done that, I thought that was an odd thing, that I was really kind of like very, very put into a very observing from a 3D standpoint, are there changes happening? So then I went to uh, a drop uh, under the tongue, and then I went on into three drops. So I've been working with it for now. Walt, I'm not even sure. Has it been two weeks? You think it's been tw- two weeks? Uh, sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not sure, but I don't think it's more than that. But I've been working with it, and what I've think is what what I think is that well, for me okay it's that um, you need three drops at a time under the tongue and so when I get up in the morning I take three and then later on in the day all of a sudden I'll remember it and I don't look at the clock or anything it's just like my body says okay go get another dose of it so I take three more drops and then sometimes if the day is long and whatever, I'll take another three drops. But mostly it's those two sessions with three drops and then going to bed before I go to bed, I only put one drop. I'm not driven to do any more than the one drop. So the other day, a couple of days ago, I was um, thinking about, because I wanted to write you a report, but because we didn't have anything to talk about, now we're running out of time. Um, but what is really happening there is that it needs to drop out of your body and then pulse back by another dose is what, what it seems to be. So I'm working on it, and am I feeling changes? Yes, I am, but there are so many changes happening around us that I want to be able to look at it some more and give you more of a definitive answer, like if I start to, you know, I don't know, do things physically that I wasn't able to, or there's changes in the skin. I'm always looking at the skin, you know, something like that. But I haven't really detected that. So, um, yeah, Walt, I think you've got something special there because I let Peter have three drops. Uh, What happened? he, He was like, wow, because it's the taste. The taste is like nothing we had ever tasted before. And I said to him, I said, I would not want to drink this. I said, but putting it, and he he actually came back to me later in the day and said, do you think we should do some more of that? So, <laughs> so you know, so Let I don't know. know, you know, know the bottle. I'm going to, yeah, I'll give you his address, send it to him and let's just see what he does because He's into both kind of medicines, you know. He goes to doctors for stuff, and he goes to a naturalist for most of his health things. She's like his primary. We're at the end of the show. You want to say uh, adios here? Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Super, super fun night night. now that we are out of the uh, dream. Now we're not in the reality of the new reality. So make it fun. It's going to be your reality. Make it fun. Don't don't repeat business. No, don't repeat the, the the old stories. Take care, Dolly. 
Oh, jeez. Yep. Oh, I couldn't get my cursor. Okay, hurry. Good night, everybody. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Be safe, be blessed, and tomorrow at noon, Radio 5G. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.